back. You are listening to the Intel Strike Report. We have Alan Watt. You can check out his website at cuttingthroughthematrix.com. I highly suggest you do so. He's got tons of great information on there, books. Uh, why don't we talk a little bit about some of the books that you've written? I want to get back into Codex Elementarius a little bit as well, but let's just talk about some of the information that you put out because I think that you're probably one of the most prolific people in the, the patriot slash truth slash uh, uh, freedom movement that there is, Alan, and uh, we really do appreciate your time. Yeah. Well, on this particular agenda, especially to do with the occult forces that run it behind the scenes, actually it's coming out more in the open today. However, I, I wrote the Cutting Through series of books, in the, uh, one, two, and three, where I show you a lot of the coding which is used by the higher Freemasonic societies uh, that we loosely call them uh, and they do have their codings and so on and I explain all the jokes which they play on the public and I also show you how the public are meant to perceive any particular topic and I, I, I try and train the person to start to read it from the other side of the mirror and you understand that, that they're, they're flashing messages all the time to each other while the, the public are mocked the, the, the public truly are the proles, as Orwell called them in 1984. Uh, they know nothing. They don't count, as he said in the book. Uh, that's how they view the public as ignorant. They keep us in ignorance. We're, we're kept busy with trivia and, and uh, shows, circuses, and so on, while the elite can easily manage and, and plan and bring us along into their future the only difference being they don't plan to have so many of us around in the near future and that's all over the major websites from all the big foundations so I also wrote um, I've also got uh, a book of transcripts from talks I, I did about 10 years ago uh, and these are also in mp3s as well so you can get the audio version but uh, these talks help to guide you through uh, because I was questioned by another host about different topics on religions the creations of religions, uh, how long they lasted, how they were utilized, and how they controlled the people, and then how they were altered to suit a new age. So I go through all of that to try and show you that we're simply going into a new religion for a new age, and the new age religion is part of it, is to be based on earth worship, as Mr. Gorbachev said himself. Um, and we will all basically live to serve the world state, the planet, but we'll also reduce our numbers voluntarily. Uh, youngsters will come forward, as I say, and I can tell by the propaganda they're getting now, starting off very, very young, at kindergarten even, uh, and then through primary school, and they're, they're already being indoctrinated with, uh, say, you know, don't have children, save Gia, save Mother Earth, and so on. So this whole new religion is going to be used, and the new priesthood are the scientists, the scientists are, are now treated like gods. Whatever they say, we parrot and we obey. And the enforcers are the men in black uniforms. Well, haven't they always been, though, Alan? I mean, it's really always been the high priests that have had the knowledge over the rest of their uh, their clans, their tribes, that made them the religious guru. They had a, they knew uh, things about the stars when an eclipse would happen. I mean, just you know, go down the yeah. game. You know, astrologers that were able to manipulate uh, populations, showing them that they were a, a false god. Yeah. And today, of course, we have been trained. See, from the 1950s onwards especially, a massive campaign was built up through popular media to train the public. And this was explained by Lord Bertrand Russell, who was one of the, 
the main members of the think tank that, that designed this system uh, and implemented it. And he said we shall train the public uh, that they cannot think for themselves. They will need experts to tell them what to do. And he said the day will come when a mother would not know how to put a diaper on her baby without expert advice. Well, that's already happened. Uh, we, that's we, definitely happening. Yeah, you cannot watch the weather anymore without some expert coming on and telling you how to dress and what to wear for that day. I mean, that's how we're treated like children who cannot think for ourselves. And most people, once you're trained in that way, it's like, it's like muscles that you've never used um, or, 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 or you, you only recently used, and, and they go into disuse. You stop thinking for yourself. You wait to be told what to do. And you can see this in preparation for hurricanes and so on. And out come the experts to tell you what to do, store up water and all this stuff that should be common sense. And at one time, not long ago, was common sense. You did not have to tell the people. But you do have to tell the ones today, the younger ones. Oh, yeah. I, I remember watching, uh, you know, Walter Cronkite. Yeah. And, uh, you know, back, I, I, you know, back, back in the day and... Uh, and really, you know, people even back then, you know, uh, when when this whole thing was really beginning, you know, people still had a sense of common sense and critical thinking, and the synapses were firing, and neurons firing in their brains. Uh, but today, everyone's looking for someone in a five thousand dollars suit to make their mind for them. And when this whole you know Codex Elementarius rolls out. You know, these people now who, you know, they have to go on Google to say, you know, oh, wait, my head hurts. Uh, what's, what's going on here? Let me go to Google, find out what's going on. You know, and now you have, uh, you know, Google will tell you, you know, oh, oh, you have a headache. Oh, oh, that's what it is. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's, it's sad. It's, it's sad, sad, you know. I mean, just look at this, okay? Here's a perfect example of, uh, of an article that came out this week about the, uh, some of these big thinkers saying that they should teach children as young as five about the pleasures of gay sex in yeah. the UK. I mean, sure. can you speak to that? I mean, that's what level we're at. I mean, at what point did people just become so brainwashed to think because this guy is a scientist, he's an expert, that this is socially acceptable to have their five-year-old children taught about gay sex. Yeah. See, what you've got is intergenerational indoctrination. And now you, it started off really after World War II, and incrementally, generation by generation, they, they basically debased society. And, and they also indoctrinated them that you don't think for yourself, always leave it to the experts. Now you have a generation of parents, young parents, uh, who are totally indoctrinated into that regime. And they fit into the category that Zygmunt Brzezinski talked about. He said, we're, he says, in the 1970s, he said this. He says, shortly the public will be unable to think for themselves. He says, they'll expect the media to do their reasoning for them. Well, you have that parental generation now. And, and so they think it's all perfectly all right that uh, experts of all kinds can, can teach and bring up their children. Now, this falls into the fact that after World War II, the, the United Nations and all those who worked for the United Nations, like Lord uh, Bertrand Russell, stated uh, that, that the state would eventually give the morality to the children and the parents would be out of the picture. The media would back up their education, take over from the school system, but the parents would be out of the loop because the parents were contaminated with old ideas. That has happened. That's happened. The parents now expect the schools to, to basically raise their children for them. 
pretty well. Oh yeah, it's it's a, it's a prison system now. You know, I mean, every everything that they want to bring to us in the next twenty, thirty years now, they're giving it to the youth, letting them know slowly, thoroughly indoctrinating them to what's coming ahead, and and it is a, a truly sad fate. But um, off air, I was talking to you a little bit about Robert Mueller, the uh, Secretary, uh, Assistant Attorney General, um, not Attorney General for, for the UN, uh, um, and. About how, you know, he openly admits so many different things. I mean, he openly admits that, that he wants a union for different, for every continent. He says, uh, in his book, Paradise Earth, the continental approach to a world union remains an important issue. One could conceive five continental unions, a European Union, American and African and Asian and Australian Union, a world union could be constructed as a superstructure in a common political system of five continents. And the United Nations would be the planetary management system for, for uh, what, they're, what they're planning. And this person, of course, went to the, 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 uh, for the school of, uh, you know, Lucis uh, Trust, uh, Madame Helen Blavatsky, uh, Theosophy, and uh, even she admits that the, the UN is based on three occult factors, but doesn't mention what the factors are. Tell us a little bit about uh, Robert Mueller and how he can come out with all of this information, and yet when you tell it to someone, they look at you like you have three heads. Well, it's because they have never even looked at the, the, the precursor of the United Nations. It's the phoenix that transformed into the United Nations. The, the League of Nations, going back to the end of World War One. In fact, World War One was necessary to bring in the League of Nations. Theosophists and others were talking about this necessity of a world war to bring the world to its knees, so they they'd allow themselves to be ruled globally by a global government. And they didn't quite pull it off then, so they had another war. And out of that, they, they transformed themselves, same group, into the United Nations. So uh, they have set up departments to, uh, to control all social factors of society uh, and all agendas in society. The feminist agenda they push across the planet. In fact, they bypass the males in third world countries by only giving grants to the females to start off small businesses because they want to emasculate the male role because they'll stand up for themselves, for the tribe, for their nation, and so on. So the United Nations literally has been giving us our laws for our plumbing codes, our electrical codes, all building codes, etc., across, across the Western world for years now. They are a de facto government already. They, they, they write laws and they hand them to every country and we pass them into law in our own countries. Mueller uh, has been very outspoken uh, in his part of it. He's heavily involved with UNESCO, which was designed to bring in a world culture by indoctrination of children, a standardized edu education across the planet. Now, education does not mean truth, remember. Another term for education is, is indoctrination, and it's often interchangeable. You find the, the top services like MI6 use the term indoctrination, not education, even with their own members. So when you have a, a propagandized indoctrination giving, uh, given to millions of children across the planet, you will you get them ready for a global governance, as they call it. Not government, but governance. That's a term they're all using. And Mueller also wants to, to push uh, into this educational system the depopulation program, 
where people will voluntarily be sterilized. Remember, they are all eugenicists at the top, and they also believe in the Darwinist theory of evolution. What they believe at the top, uh, and at the United Nations too, and Mueller is one of them, is that all those who have highly evolved, who made the great leap forward and the last leap forward in, in evolution, are at the top in society. They own things, they own the wealth of the world, uh, they own the businesses, the factories, and so on. And they've proven that they are fit to control the world because they've kept hold of that money and power through generations of special selective breeding. They don't, they don't marry as commoners marry. Commoners marry out of, out of uh, basically hormonal uh, um, uh, pushing, put it that way. And uh, But these elite ones have their, their wives matched up to them. So wealth marries wealth, intellect marries intellect, cunning marries cunning. And so they believe they are the most evolved. Everyone at the bottom happens to be the junk genes. And therefore, we can't go any further according to their own theory of evolution. Therefore, they must start to eradicate us. And Muller uh, was a great advocate of uh, Charles Galton Darwin, the grandson of Charles Darwin, who wrote the book uh, The Next Million Years. Who, and he advocated in the book that all of the common people should really be sterilized through one way or another, through inoculations, through chemical warfare on them, or even in their food or tampering with their water, but they must be sterilized and brought down because they were terrified the common people would outbreed the elite, the dominant class. So you're talking about a Nazi, a true, a true Nazi. National socialism is what we think of as Nazi, but you see the Nazi philosophy was, a, was, a, was really a worldwide philosophy. It wasn't just to be a, a national idea. And it spread on. And, and in fact, there were even Jews at the top who, who were also Nazi members. They believed in the philosophies of evolution and theosophy. Theosophy is simply borrowed from Hinduism, and that the, they believed at the end of every great age, all of the inferior types must perish, must be killed off, because if they come into the new age, the next phase that comes up, they will destroy. Uh, the superior type. That's what they believe in the Brahmanistic culture. So that's what it's based on. They're, they're true believers in theosophy and eugenics. So do you think that maybe the, the reason that they're in such a rush to uh, build this new world order is 2012, the age of the new enlightenment? Mm -hmm. uh, it's, again, yeah, they set their target dates a long time ago. And... Um, for 2010, the unification of the Americas is to be complete, and that, that was announced on Canadian broadcasting television in 2005, when the Council on Foreign Relations came on television here, admitting that they had drafted up the, the amalgamation bills and presented them to governments. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's just amazing stuff. It's just so crazy, and when people look at it, they don't understand that these people really do believe that they have...
was out to white. I pulled out the jammy, thought it was a joke. The trigger, I pulled his face. The yo, reached in his pocket, just all his cash. Left my man standing with the egg mustache. Suckers, they come, I die with a dozen. When I say dozen, you know what I'm talking about, boy. Yeah, that's right. I'm the egg man. Driving around, taking the town. website, go through all the information there, research it, and do the homework. It's worth it. It's worth it. I think that, you know, without people like Alan out there, a lot of us just wouldn't have progressed and gotten to where we are, and we have so, so far to go. Um, but again, you can reach the site at oraclebroadcasting.com, and uh, you can join in the chat room, interactive show. And, uh, I mean, um, we're having a great show right now. But, Alan, these people believe that they are the cream of the crop. And that when our population gets higher and there's too many of us, the useless idiots or, you know, useless eaters or whatever have you, then we have to get, we have to get called like cattle. And, you know, looking at what the Nazis did, if we pull, we put all the numbers together, of all the people that have been sterilized, m- murdered, uh, essentially uh, sprayed like bugs, you know, it would be far, far horrible than anything perpetrated by Hitler and his and his crew. But let's get in a little bit of the new age here, um, because these people do believe that they are connected somehow, uh, you know, to. Uh, uh, interdimensional beings and, and Robert Mueller they say is a big chandler and they have all these meditation rooms inside the UN what is it these people believe yeah well you find uh, another one is Maurice Strong who works at the United Nations as well he's been up there in all different departments and he's up, up in the, the World Bank at one time too and he also was into this meditation and they brought in a big black or, or jade stone I think it was uh, I think from India and put it in the meditation room uh, they, they're all into theosophy there's no doubt whatsoever about it um, theosophy fits into their, their their belief system because number one it gives them uh, credence to themselves it gives them some sort of moral credence for what they do to the rest of the public they are the gods in a sense uh, the rest of the people the public are inferior types almost a different species you might say and therefore they have the right to do with us as they wish. They see us as a, as a blight upon the planet. Um, we are consumers now in a post-industrial society, and they claim that we, the people, are using up all the raw resources uh, because we're taught to, to, to purchase things all the time, that their factories, mind you, churn out, but we're, we're at fault for, for buying them, I guess. And... Um, and they plan on killing us off. They, they want an idealized population of around 500 million to serve their purpose, to serve them. 
and they've said in all their charters from the United Nations, the Royal Institute of International Affairs, the Council on Foreign Relations, they all say the same thing, that the man of the future will be born to serve the world state, serve the world state, that that's the term they use. So they look at a world of service. Um, there's no room for the old man, the old consumer type that works for himself or his family. Uh, that's to be eliminated altogether, and they want those who will serve them in a world of service who will be given credits rather than money issued by the state, and you will not be able to save them up. You'll get the same amount at the beginning of every week. There will be no private property. Um, you'll rent accommodation, and if you buck the system and don't go along with it, you'll withdraw your credits. You can't buy your, your food, and you can't pay your rent. Uh, Bertrand Russell spelled that this out in his own book. Uh, I think it was... Um, the um, impact of science on society. Well, sure. And when you look at some of the stuff today, the one thing that I do uh, hope for is that they will not be able to pro provide those breads and circuses like Addis Huxley uh, said they would. And when yeah. you look around uh, today, it seems that the federal government is really, really incompetent. Just um, during this last emergency here in Texas uh, with Hurricane Ike, uh, we had 500 Texas guardsmen going without food. And this is just what appalls me, is that people have been bred, I mean, literally bred to think that the federal government here in the United States and, and other governments around the world are their, you know, father figure, that, that, that these ex experts, these scientists that they bring forth to, uh, you know, working on the behest of these non-governmental organizations, these think tanks, are looking out for their best interest, Alan. I mean, it's just, it's sad to see the gullibility of so many Americans, Canadians, and people around the world. It is. It's gullible because to, to do this study into these organizations, to read their own literature, and to believe what they say, you would have to cross a line of understanding uh, in reality and you would come to the conclusion that you're living in a horror show. The unthinkable has happened. These guys are not your benefactors. They're not benevolent dictators. They are uh, they, they're bringing hell on earth right now and they're doing it in a deliberate fashion. Uh, they're also trying to create crisis in every different sphere of society to make us think that everything's so unstable that we'll crawl on our knees begging them to help us out of the mess that we find ourselves in and they will then unfurl their, their, their old agenda in the open because it's been drafted up a long time ago and we will end up on rations we will uh, have everything given to us piece by piece we will have limitation of travel because they said after 9-11 which was a necessity they couldn't have push this in, especially in the Western Hemisphere, uh, this, this whole anti-terrorism bill. That was an essential thing to happen, 9-11, to bring this whole thing forward, because they planned for the 21st century to go right through a whole agenda of eugenics, the controlled society, the, 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 the genetic engineering with, into the new creature, which will emerge at the end of it. This is the century for all this to happen, and they couldn't have done it without bringing in terrorism and under the guise of terrorism we have been enslaved we were told that nothing will ever be the same again and we were told that this is going to be a hundred years war it's not a hundred years against the Middle East it's a war on the entire planet to bring this whole agenda right through from beginning to end that's what they mean by that yeah. 
Oh, my God. And the, the one thing that, you know, people don't realize is that, I mean, throughout, I mean, if you look at some of these, these very, very, very old documents, this has been plotted and planned out for generations. Yep. I mean, this isn't even even new. You talk about Charles Garton Darwin, H.G. Uh, Wells, etc., going farther back than that. I mean, all of this now is is going towards plan, and these people don't mind waiting two and three hundred years for their plans to go in action, while you and I are waiting on the silver bullet and that instant gratification. And uh, we'll talk about that on the other side as we're coming up to the break. It is. It is sad that they have the patience to see their will fulfilled, and many of us don't. But again, this is the Intel Strike Report. Our special guest, Alan Watts, will be back on the other side. Stay tuned. You are now listening to the Oracle Broadcasting Network, the home of cutting-edge talk radio. Someone to kick you There's nothing that you couldn't slip through Or at least that's the impression I get Cause you're still by me when she's not aware yet But she's yours She'll be saying use me Show me that you're choosing I imagine that it's there on a plate You're a wrong dude great music You'll never be frightened to make them wait for a while I doubt it's your style Alright everybody, welcome back Tonight is Wednesday, September 17th, 2008, and we are cutting through the matrix with Mr. Alan Watt. If you'd like to join in the conversation, nothing's out of bounds. I see a lot of people in the chat room talking about religion, so if you want to call in and talk about uh, different control valves, mechanisms, anything, uh, nothing's out of bounds here. Uh, Give us a call at 360-350-1486. Also, you can get interactive with the show by going to oraclebroadcasting.com on the left-hand side, or there's banners in the middle of the page as well that say chat room. Just click on them, and you can join the discussion with the hosts, the listeners, and a huge group of people on there tonight. So definitely check that out. Also, if you're an international caller outside of the United States or you are just subject to paying 
uh, landline toll charges, you can give us a call at 866-639-9535. That's 866-639-9535. And, uh, you know, let's just talk about it just for a minute here. Let's talk about religion. Alan, I mean, what what's your perspective on, on religions, most major religions? Uh what what do you see? I mean, I look at most of these organized religions as uh, control valves and whatnot. I was just wanting to get your uh, two cents on that. Yeah, major religions have been always used for control factors uh, on vast populations. Again, for a, standardiz- a standardization process uh, where we all go along and step towards the same rules and regulations and the same moral, whatever the moral uh, times you live in. I mean, morality itself is, is very uh, plastic, it can be changed and altered, but um, whatever, they, they want to rule vast populations, they give you common grounds for morality, etc., regardless of what that, those morals might be. And they've been control factors. We, we do know that the old, like on the old religions, the old institutions that really were used down through the feudal system and beyond, uh, mainly the Catholic Church, um, it certainly was under attack for hundreds of years by uh, this uh, new group, the, the new societies that sprung up in the 1500s, the Rosicrucians, then the Freemasons, uh, and so on. And even Aldo Huxley on YouTube, you can find a, an interview he gave uh, where he, uh, he talks about um, the only opposition back in the 1950s to the, the whole communist idea was the, the, the Roman Catholic Church. He also realized that the only organization that stood up for the right of parents to, to pick their own partner and, and marry and have children um, was the Catholic Church and that was against all the philosophies of the up and coming uh, new religion, this new religion that's roughly called the New Age and it's also run by Freemasonry um, he was well aware of that well what that has gone now and Malachi Martin talks about that in his own books and especially in Windswept House he said that um, since the 1950s, especially the 60s onwards, the Catholic Church had been totally infiltrated and taken over at the top levels by Freemasonry. And, uh, and so now it's, a, it's used as a tool to bring world harmony, and, and it might even be used as a tool to, to authenticate the New Age religion at the right time, in fact. So, so that's happened. As far as the Protestant churches go, well, they were so sort of splintered uh, into different factions already, a multitude of factions, and they have their televangelists and so on who can guide them as, as vast sheep herds into the, the new sheep pen. So there'll be no problem either. Whereas the New Agers are already um, all for every, they're, they're so politically correct, they swallow every bit of propaganda over population that they accept it without thinking, without any critical, critical analysis or investigation. Um, they accept uh, the greening agenda. Uh, the worship of, of earth, etc., and we're all one. Uh, that's all part of it too. This oneness doctrine, which they must believe in, because um, eventually, if you're not part of the one, the the rest will turn on you. That's going to happen. They become vicious in the future if you're politically incorrect, or or you don't put your garbage in the right bin, or whatever. That is it all coming down the pike. Um, so all religions has its its nasty side too. And the New Age as well, when it rises to the top and is getting credence and more power from the top, um, will be a nasty religion when they turn on heretics. Yeah. 
All right, well, let's just move on right here. I'm just taking, I guess I'm going to go ahead and take some of the, the questions out of the chat room here. Uh, Alan, have you ever heard of the Council on National Policy? It's a, it's a think tank. Council for. Or, oh, excuse me, yeah, Council for National Policy. I think you have, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a think tank that uh, is kind of a bunch of right wing zealots that, um, that, uh, have a good contr- uh, major control over the military industrial complex there. Um, yeah. Yes, so. I think they're, 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 they're basically they're, they're Christian reconstructionists. Yes, yes, yeah. And they're also related to the New American Century Group. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so no, well, if you guys want to call in and talk about it specifically, just call in. <laughs> Give us a call at 360-350-1486. I try my best to take questions out of the chat room when I look over it during, to it during the, uh, the show. But um, anyhow. It's interesting you mentioned that, though, uh, the sort of Christian uh, right-winger types. that They're all for, for war and uh, for the American expansionism. Uh, which falls in again with the New American Century policy. Uh, their website's up on the, uh, on the, on the, the web as well, uh, and that's the group that Wolfowitz and all these guys belong to. That when they said that they'd create an empire, the Americans would create an empire. They would rule the, the, the century as an empire, and uh, and there were all the Christian uh, right wingers backing them without question. There's even young guys who, are, who think they're Christian joining the military actually thinking they're going off to do God's work. Uh, this old, old agenda used again. The same old uh, trade The new crusades. Yeah, the it's, new it's crusade, a new yeah. crusade. Yeah. I mean, it, it is almost reminiscent of, you know, people who say that they're Christian and, you know, thou shalt not kill and all that. But, you know, the whole manifest destiny, like it was God's will to wipe out the Indians, it's God's will to wipe out the brown people. Yeah. And, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's so hypocritical. Um, but I want to jump back to this whole new age deal, like you said, where people are just swallowing whole the propaganda and following in the path of the, the elites. Okay, so I'm going to buy a crystal and I'm going to meditate and somehow I get some energy from this crystal. Mm-hmm. Who came up with these different ideas and what is the purpose behind pushing it to the people? Well, um, the new age itself was a way to... It first came out through Freemasonry and some Masonic frontmen who came out with what they called possibility thinking, a way of taking standard reality and through a special indoctrination warp that reality and get people working towards an agenda, um, like a religion again. Uh, that's how it works. And they came up with these um, uh, special books. Those books put out by the by the millions on on how to change your life, how it changes, how it changed that, how it changed you. And then they started up cult meetings and so on. But the big kicker came uh, when they, they got the Beatles to go to India. Because remember, theosophy in the 1800s said it would blend the religions of, uh, of India, the East, with uh, Christianity. A new type of Christianity is a new age Jesus, though, and, uh, and bring in the new world order, the new, the new religion with the new world order. Well, the Beatles went off to India, and suddenly everyone was interested in India for the first time. And before you know it, yoga had taken off, and the Maharishi was doing his thing across the planet. And and the, the big mainstream media was pushing all of this. And those books replaced all the old Christian books on the bookstores and the, the stores. 
and uh, today you see the effects of it. So India, the versions of India fit perfectly well with a new world order. If you look at the history of India... Absolutely. Well, uh, stay, right, stay right there, Alan. We're coming against the break. Um, on the other side, I want you to continue your thought. And, um, but again, uh, this is the Intel Strike Report Notical Broadcasting Network. We'll talk about this and more on the other side. You are now listening to Oracle Broadcasting, the home of Cutting Edge Talk Radio. Your cell phone, your wallet, your time, your ideas, no barcode, no party, no ID, no beers, your bank card, your license, your thoughts, your fears, no SIM card, no disco, no photo, not here, your blood, your sweat, your passions, your regrets, your profits, your time off, your fashions, your sex, your pills, your grass, your tits, your ass, your laughs, your balls, we want, we want your soul. Strike Report, on you with intelligent information on the Oracle Broadcasting Network with our special guest, Alan Watt. Alan Watt of CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. Uh, great show on RBN, and uh, we like to have him on every few months just to, uh, I don't know, maybe uh, maybe catch up, maybe go through information that it really isn't discussed by a lot of different people. And look at everything. Look at everything on the table, way through all the BS and come to the realization of what we are today. But, Alan, I really want to talk about the future and what does it hold for us. You know, I hear people like uh, Charles Garton Darwin talking about, you know, if a dictator wants to be effective, he has to change our DNA. He has to change the way that we breed. And that brings up many different things with genetic modification, eugenics, and it also brings me to an interesting book called The Eugenic Marriage, where they want to scientifically decide who you mate with. Yeah. And, and where are we going here in the future? Mm-hmm. Well, they've already got pretty well said. Um, they're inferior types and superior types, and they plan to eliminate, through coercion and other means, the, the inferior types, at least getting to stop breeding, and uh, there's no doubt about it. We will have courts, probably world courts, set up to do with this very program. But it's far easier if you can actually indoctrinate uh, very young people, very young, from, from scratch, from kindergarten onwards, into this new greening 
the greening program to save Gia, Mother Earth, and to even sacrifice yourself if necessary for Mother Earth. You can do all of this with religion, uh, especially when it's backed up by massive indoctrination and through scientific indoctrination, it's perfected. Uh, this will come about, in fact. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, you know, I, it, it brings me back to the idea of, of changing who we are. And you know how the way things used to be where you were surf, peon, caste system, untouchable, and all yep. these different sets. Mm-hmm. And now people, people now are deciding, you know, what they are. Yeah. You know, oh, we're middle class or we're lower class or I wear a $5,000 suit. But what do you see really for the future and what these people have, have in store for us, you know, on, on how we'll live? how we'll eat, yeah. and, and generally how these people, well, I hope not, but will you know, direct our lives. They've told us what they're going to do. They're going to give us uh, periods of massive crisis for a period of at least 30 years, according to the Department of Defense from the top think tank, and that's also for NATO countries, all NATO countries. And I've got the 90-page report that they gave out on, on the scenarios that they see likely in the next 30 years, and they're looking up upon global unrest across the Western world, primarily the Western world, and uh, food rationing, um, uh, militarization, uh, or military being used upon the public in riots, which will start around 2010, 2012, and they even publish all, their, all the ways they're going to deal with these riots. And I, I noticed today, by the way, uh, that they've just brought back uh, uh, battalions from Iraq, American battalions, and they're getting trained now in deployment uh, on for civilian unrest in America and the United States. They're getting trained in all non-lethal weaponry that have been given what they call modular packages of all kinds of non-lethal weaponry to, to play with, and they've been taught to set up roadblocks and how to even spike, uh, put the spike treads up on the roadways to burst all the tire. This was in the paper, the mainstream papers. They're getting ready for what they told us they're going to do. 30 years of unrest is coming our way. And the, at the end of it, of course, and, and through it, will be so war-weary and beaten up and feeling helpless and unworthy, uh, they can rush this whole agenda ahead and then offer a solution. The solution, of course, will be, look, we can't go on like this. You can't just breed the way that you, that you have in the past. We have to have a, a new type of world order. And then they unfurl the old plan and blow the dust off it and present it to the public, who will then breathe a sigh of relief, uh, hoping that it's going to uh, put food on the table and bring some kind of order back into their lives. This is all planned this way. Yeah, and, and I do think that, you know, uh, we have to get through this to a lot of these indifferent, in apathetic people who now just think that, well, they're leaders and they can decide our fates, and I'm fine as I have my trinkets and baubles, breads and circuses. Yeah. But, uh, Alan, I want to thank you for coming on the program, and uh, you're always a great uh, guest, and uh, we'd love to get you on in the future. Go ahead and let our listeners know where they can find out more about you and more about the books that you write and uh, and all of that. Yeah, just go into CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com and look up the books, the discs, and uh, there's so many pre-programs and audios on there where I try to fill in so much of this for the people to give them the shortcuts to reality uh, because we don't have much time left. We don't have generations to train 
uh, intergenerationally and passed information on anymore. We've, we've got to be awake now because these guys are bringing the hammer down now. Absolutely. Yeah, we do need to do like quick deprogramming. I thank you for coming on the program and um I you know, all of this is a work in progress, you know, waking people up, deprogramming them, getting them online and, and making them understand what the end game is. Now thank you for your time. Uh, thanks for having me on. All right, Alan. There goes Alan Watt. Uh, always a fun guest, always very informative. I, I love having Mr. Watt on the show. He, he brings a, a unique perspective and just a wealth of information. I mean, the guy, he just has a, a Rolodex of uh, history and, and information to share with the listeners, and I know that they appreciate it as well. That's almost our time. We're going to be back tomorrow night, Friday night edition. We're going to have Mr. Mike Chambers Round on table. the show. Round table. Hopefully Josh Reeves will come in. Uh, we'll probably have Lee Rogers on if he isn't too tired. Uh, we'll, we'll invite you to join in the broadcast as well. You're always welcome to give us a call on the network. And uh, I just want to thank everybody that's been supporting the network uh, and spreading the word on MySpace. Uh, the listenership is way up. And uh, I appreciate all the other hosts. And uh, so many people here on this network are just real people. You know, uh, I work a 40-hour gig to put the uh, a roof over myself and my wife's head and pay for groceries and stuff. And, and these guys just give up their time, and it's just raw radio. You know, you're not going to get that anywhere else. We're definitely going to be touching all of those taboo subjects, uncomfortable subjects. And I know a lot of people get sometimes offended by that because um, – when I come to the microphone, when Mike comes to the microphone, when Josh Reese comes to the r microphone, each and every day we feel differently uh, depending on uh, circumstances, the, the information that we've learned on that day, and we just bring it to you. We, it's just raw. Uh, we don't worry about uh, uh, you know upsetting advertisers, sponsors. We just let it all hang out, and I think the, the listeners appreciate it. And, you know, you always have the right to come in and gut check us and call us out and, and do whatever you like. I mean, that's, that's the beauty of raw radio. Uh, we're all just uh, trying to put information together, find our own truths. And, uh, you, you know, information, no matter what, is always good. You know, I go to ScrewToLoseChange.com. I looked at their site a lot because I wanted to make my own determination of what was fact and what was fiction. I think that all people should do that. I don't think that anything should be taboo. and That's uh, so why I appreciate everybody out there, Mike, as well. Oh, yeah, man. Everything is on the table. I wade through all this information and the BS to get to my own truth. And I thank you guys for listening. And again, we'll be on tomorrow night, Friday night, 10 o'clock, same time. Take care.